We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Welcome in to Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thanks so much for listening. Wherever and whenever you're listening, it's probably beer o'clock, and we've got a lot of good stuff coming up for you right here on the podcast starting right now. Welcome back into Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. Thank you guys so much for listening. I had to make sure the mics were working because we did this once before a couple of weeks ago where in the middle of the segment we realized that Patrick's mic had been off. <laughs> it was on, but so, a button was pressed on the board that meant it was off. And I caught it in like 10 minutes, thank God, instead of 40 minutes. So we had to redo the segment. A little dirty secret. but uh, That was my biggest fear when I did the uh, the solo episode. Thank you. I was like, oh God, if I have to redo this, I'm barely limping through this. I can't do it again. <laughs> oh yeah, how'd that go last week? It went I didn't, fine. I didn't listen to it yet. It went fine. I did Patrick's classic soapbox rant yeah. about something that doesn't really matter, but felt necessary to me. What was the rant? Uh, that I think most West Coast IPAs right now kind of suck. Ah, okay. <laughs> and I was talking about like California IPAs and how they're like moving away from like having any sorts of malt body. Like they're taking the West Coast IPA and thinning it out even more and how it just tastes like hop water, <laughs> like fermented hop water. Yeah. And I just want a little like, I need a little, uh. you know, I got love handles, man. I need yeah. a little cushion. <laughs> So you need more cushion yeah, so that your love handles fill. Exactly. Mm. Yeah. So it's like if if I was just fatter, I wouldn't, it, it wouldn't look like I had love handles. You'd just be like, oh, that guy's thick. Yeah. But now it's thick like, a... now it's like, what's up, muffin top? <laughs> Has somebody called you that? No. Oh, okay. Thank God. Um, on this episode this week, we are sad to report, although it probably makes some sort of sense, that uh, we are into shutdown 2.0. Uh, Multnomah County and a couple others are in four-week shutdowns, Mm -hmm. and most of the state is in two-week shutdowns, so that obviously will affect all of our favorite breweries, so we Mm -hmm. will discuss that on the podcast today. Also, Washington. Yeah, well, actually a lot of states. I mean, Illinois is doing doing it. It's doing its thing, too. A a lot of states across the country are doing it again, because uh, shockingly, COVID numbers are spiking (laughs) dramatically. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of states are trying to stop people from doing Thanksgiving so that it stops going up even more. (laughs) for the very first time in my life, I am not going to go have Thanksgiving with my family. You're this not year. going home. I had booked a flight. Yeah. Um, I was actually about to ask you if you were still planning on that. I had booked a flight. We had found the, the best airline right now to fly is Delta. They refuse to put someone next to you if you are there. Mm-hmm. Um, every other airline is 
basically stuffing their airlines <laughs> as full as humanly possible. Um, hey, man. Hey, dude. They need help, dude. This economic crisis is really hurting those billion-dollar industries. <laughs> uh, so we had booked the flight on Delta, but because of, you know, COVID, the straight-through flights don't exist anymore. I used to be able to do red eyes from mm-hmm. here to Newark, and I'd get, get home, and it'd be fine. I was connecting in Salt Lake City. Now, Utah. Uh, I've been to Salt Lake City's airport. Yep, me too. Uh, beautiful when you land. But Utah is the third worst state in the country right now for COVID, or maybe even up to the worst at this We're point. We're number three. We're number three. State of emergency the for the whole. football team hasn't played a game yet. Nope. <laughs> uh, they're the state of emergency for the state. And I looked at that and I went, well, I really want to go home. But do I really want to spend an hour and a half in Salt Lake City's airport? No, I don't no, think I, so, man. No, I don't. Yeah. So I was talking to my parents, and I was like, look, guys, like obviously I want to come. Like I, I, I've been home once this year. I went home in the summer, and that was when COVID was doing better. Oregon's numbers were in the 100s every day. New Jersey was one of the few states that was in the green, if you looked at the map of the colors. and Get it, it. Was like Garden State. Get it. Ha-ha! <laughs> Jersey puns. Uh, and I was like, look, it feels safe to do it right now. Um, I made sure that we set up connections in places that were doing okay. Um, if, uh, initially, my my parents had booked me through Houston. <laughs> and Houston at the time was having the huge spike. And I was like, yeah, I don't want to go there. Uh, but there were more options then. Right. There's less options now. And I just went, look, it's not safe. Um, it's not safe to go. Plus, uh, my girlfriend it has some health stuff, so I don't want to yeah. risk anything with her. So, Does this mean I don't have to work on that Wednesday? Well, I mean, I was already off that Wednesday. It was up to you. And So are you still going to be off that day? Yes. I hate you. <laughs> I took the vacation day. I know. I'm just joking. <laughs> uh, so you can ju- you can do whatever you want. Oh, it'll be fine. You just got to tell uh, tell the higher-ups what you're doing. No, they already know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I am not going home for Thanksgiving, which sucks. But, uh, you know, it, it, is, it is what it is. Hey, man, spreading an uncontained virus... To unwilling others? That sounds pretty Thanksgiving to me, man. <laughs> but uh, I am going to go to my mother's house, um, probably against my better judgment. But, uh, uh, you know, I'm kind of a mama's boy, and I don't really tell mom no. But she lives across the river, so it's easy. Yeah, you don't really have to worry about traveling. Yeah. yeah. My stepbrother will be there, my sister will be there, and my uncle will be there. Oh, that's it? Well, I mean, three couples. Okay. Well, that's... Plus mom and her husband and me and my old lady. Okay. My young lady, I should say. So you're at the... <laughs> because she's definitely listening. Um, she definitely is. Shout out. What up? Oh. <laughs> well, that's very supportive. She is very supportive. That's good. Um, she even listens to our stupid baseball show. <laughs> she's like, I don't know what you're talking about, but good show. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm very bummed about that. I really wanted to go. Um, Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday of the year. Oh, really? Uh, I love it. Food? Uh, well, it's food and family. Food and family. Um. I mean, I'm I'm Jewish, so we don't celebrate Christmas like most people do. So right. it's different in that sense. But I I always loved Thanksgiving. I loved the food. I loved the whole family being there. If I went back, our whole family wouldn't have been there in the first place. It would have just been me, my parents, and my aunt and uncle and cousin and her fiance. But alas, that's three three households yep. or four households technically meeting together from three different states. It's just yeah. You might as well put the Bosch on that. Too much of a risk. But uh, anyway, so I'm bummed about that. But uh, but yeah, let's uh, let's have some beer. What are we drinking right now? Uh, we are drinking Breakside IPA. Classic. Yeah, you can take the kid out of Breakside, but you can't take the Breakside out the kid. Mm. It's in a very blank can as well. Well, yeah, yeah, the, well, yeah. I mean, they sell Breakside IPA normally, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This one's just not wrapped, and yeah. Okay. 
It's not a bad thing. It's just not wrapped. No, I know. I just um, I, I'm it's, it's, surprised it's, that you were able it, to it get was, it. It was a can that was not deemed fit for selling. Uh, uh, and I still have friends there that like to give me those, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. Tastes fine. It tastes good. I mean, I can kind of taste it. Oh, yeah. You got to explain what's going on. Yeah. I went to the dentist this morning and my whole right side of my face is numb. Mm-hmm. And so I, and my, even As you my, just licked your lip, which is also numb. Yeah. yeah. And my, and my, my tongue is, is a little numb too. Well, uh, and so I was wondering if I could taste anything. I could taste this. So that's good. Yeah. But I can't close the, my lips on the right side. So I'm really fearing that I'm going to put it in on the left side and it's just going to dribble down on the right side. That's what she said. <laughs> That's really dirty, Mike. Holy cow. Uh, all right. So I know we're just meandering here. You can find the podcast. Most places you can find podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Radio.com, Stitcher, Omni, TenantoTheFan.com. Boom. Instagram.com slash Beers on Us is where you can find us on social media. Uh, we are Keep an eye out. We're going to be starting up some other social media ventures here shortly, including, dare I say, a YouTube channel. Woo! And uh, we That'd might be a lot of fun. We might have some. Uh, we're not going to do the episodes on there, but it'll be some little extra side content for you guys. Yeah, a little bonus material. Well, a uh, little bonus rewards program for you, and uh, so we'll we'll do that and keep an eye out for that kind of stuff. So we'll just kind of try to grow our tentacles in social media. It should have a Facebook page up by next episode, and then uh, personal pages at Mike Lynch twenty seven is me on Twitter. Patrick's at P Diddy zero eight five on Instagram. And uh, DM us on our per- on our beers on us Instagram, mm-hmm. and uh, we'll respond to you or see it and like it um all right we can bear before we get into the topic of the day for me i actually took a picture this week i've been forgetting the last few weeks uh, i had four beers this weekend three of which were brand new to me one of which i've had before my favorite of the four was lewitt's keep fish wet west coast style ipa okay it was a very good classic west coast style ipa our friends up at lewitt brewing vancouver washington i've been enjoying their canned stuff to be completely honest with that's you. that's awesome uh their mount uh, St. Helis, I believe, is their Helis Lager, which has also been in cans that I've seen, also quite good. Awesome name. Um, I also had Spider City Brewing for the first time. I didn't know where it was. I guess it's in Bend. Yep. Is Bend called Spider City? Because that's terrifying. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I had an IPA from them, I don't know, four months ago? Maybe early pandemic. You started seeing all those yeah. cans come in from breweries you'd never heard of, and you were like, oh, I'll try this. Yeah. Oh, I'll try this. Uh, I had their Widow Stout. Solid. Cool. Uh, unspectacular, necessarily, but just a good, solid beer. Um, I had the Wayfinder Terrifica Italian-style Pilsner. I got to be honest, not as good as I remember it. Hmm. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, it wasn't bad. I just remember the first time I had it, I was like, holy cow, this beer is amazing. And then, you know... I liked the cold fire Italian style pilsner I had a couple weeks ago or more. You know? I mean, Italian pilsners, man. And they're getting popular. That's the jam. I love the Von Ebert. I have one last lowercase in my fridge that I'm going to drink tonight, mm-hmm. assuming I can feel my mouth. You will. You'll be fine. So, yeah, I don't know. I didn't I didn't enjoy it quite as much as I thought I would. There's something about Wayfinder cans. I don't quite get it because I've been, I, I drink a lot of their stuff on draft when I can, but I haven't had a lot of cans of theirs other than that Fest beer that I really liked. Um, but yeah, I've, I've, I've seen a little inconsistencies in it with some hell more specifically, cause mm-hmm. that's probably the one I drink the most from there. Yeah. And then I had another cold fire. So I, I don't know if I've talked about this in the podcast yet. I might've, I've been really enjoying cold fires beer the last few weeks. I need to go buy some cause um, you keep talking about it and I'm just like, do, 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 do. Well, you're probably thinking like, oh, well, Cold Fire, like I had them two years ago and they weren't that great. And, you know. And yeah, I just... I used to say that about Freem. Yeah. Yeah, it's time to like. Uh, this was the first one that didn't blow my socks off. I had, it's the, it's the Southern Trek 
um, IPA, which is made with Nelson Sauvin and I think some other Southern Hemisphere hops. I don't. I just don't think I like those hops that much comparatively. So I just didn't like the beer quite as much. But everything else from Cold Fire that I've had recently has been amazing. See, their Italian style Pilsner, their oatmeal stout. Uh, I've had two other of their IPAs. And I think they just kind of released a ton of cans recently because mm. I've seen a lot of different ones. I just, what, I mean, maybe they changed brewers, maybe they just got better, but their beer is way better than it was the last time I had it. I think it's really cool that you didn't care for that beer because what it tells me, and, and if anybody at Cold Fire is listening to this, this is a massive compliment. What it tells me is that you're not a fanboy. Mm-hmm. is that you literally have had some things from this brewery and you're like, I'm really digging this. I'm going to try some more. And you have one that you don't really care for just tells me that you are truly invested in them and not just being like, yeah, I love Breakside. Everything they make is bomb. And then you have one you're like, yeah, I didn't really like that, but it's bomb. You know, <laughs> like you can be honest and you can say, okay, that one didn't hit for me, but I've still got all these reasons to think that this is, and I haven't just found something that I like. Because I've done that with breweries, where you're just like, I love that brewery. I'll drink anything from it. Mm-hmm. Like, I went to High Wire in Asheville, and I was like, in North Carolina, I was like, done, sold. I want all this beer at all times. <laughs> and I guarantee you right now, they could put beer in front of me, and I'd be like, oh, that's not that great. Right. But you're just like, I'm fanboy, I'm fanboy. So I'm kind of glad. It, it, in in a weird like I don't mean to be backhanded or anything, but in a weird way, I think that's a good compliment to Cold Fire. No, yeah, I mean I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, if I was because I kind of felt it because like I, I've bought a Cold Fire beer like once a week the last like five weeks. Yeah, because I keep seeing new ones, and um, they also have one that I ha- I'm a little nervous because it's coffee stout, but I want to try it because I've liked all their other beers except for the the Southern Trek one so far. You can have so. a coffee cold smoke if you want. No. I got a coffee cold smoke in the fridge with your name on it. No. I know. I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Although I very much enjoyed the cold smoke. (laughs) I know. I have one more of those, too. (laughs) And you enjoyed it, too. I did. Don't pretend like you didn't. I did, surprisingly. You liked it quite a bit. Cold smoke? Cold smoke. (laughs) Montana's beer! (laughs) Woo! Uh, That was my weekend beer. I bought... um, Market of Choice has their little like seasonal beer section. I bought Terminal Gravity's Festive Ale, which is a strong winter ale, and it is strong, let me tell you. It's like, I think, 8% or something. That's doing okay for me. And then I got a winter beer from, um, what's that brewery that does the turkey bourbon stout? Anderson Valley? Something from Tennessee or something? The really famous stout that we like talked bourbon about. Bourbon County? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Goose Island. No, uh, no, 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 not that one. Oh, oh, like Founders? Like KBS? Nope. It's Anderson Valley Brewing, I'm pretty sure. I think it's in, in California. Tennessee. That's California? Yes. Are you sure? Anderson Valley, yes. Okay, well, I'm an idiot. Mm. <laughs> I don't even want to talk about beer anymore. Uh, well, what are you talking about? I got a, I got a winter beer from Anderson Valley, which I'm okay. enjoying. It's, uh, it's a little bit... Is it called Winter Solstice? Probably. That is Anderson Valley. Okay, and that's California. Why do I know that? Well, thank you for knowing it, because otherwise I'd be an idiot saying I got some beer from Tennessee. But I'm just like, oh, yeah, you must have got Winter Solstice. Can't tell you if I've ever had that beer before. I think it's what it is. Um, it's it's uh, got it's, a bear on it? Yep. Anderson Valley. It's good. I like it. It's uh, It's got a lot of the like spices and sweetness that I want in a winter beer. It's like very, very snow, okay. bundling a blanket kind of beer. Gotcha. Um, so I'm very much enjoying that one. I'm waiting as far as winter beer goes. We should probably do a winter beer episode. We have, haven't we? Yeah, we have in the past. Or maybe like a, a, a like winter a beer tasting. Winter beer? Yeah, like yeah, a winter yeah. beer tasting episode. Yeah, that okay. could be a little fun. Yeah. 
Um, I always like Ecliptic's Filament. Okay. I'm waiting on that one. Grains of Rapid Hail Santa. Mm-hmm. Very spice forward, but good. Cool. Let's do it. Winter beers. I always forget. We are meandering today. It's fine. We are. I used to be really big into Wreck the Halls from Full Sail. Oh yeah, and Fala La 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 from uh, Double Mountain. Mm-hmm. Well, that's as weird. That's weird to say when you can't feel your tongue or the right side of your mouth. Fa la la la. I thought you were going to say it's weird to say when you can't sing it. I used to like those beers a lot, and over the last years, I haven't drank them as much. So maybe I should dive into some winter beers. Cool. I am drinking everything I possibly can out of my cellar right now. So I've got You've some, committed. Yeah, I've committed. Have you had a lot of bad ones, or they've, have they all held up? No, well? they've all held up, um, but I had a rye wine, a, a wait, yeah, like a rye wine in brandy barrels, and I was like, why did I, why do I have three a of these? rye wine? Well, it's a beer. Well, I know, but yeah. that does not sound something like you would want. No, I was like, and why do I have three of these? <laughs> was it good? Yeah, it tasted fine, but I don't want that. <laughs> It didn't taste bad. It didn't taste too old. Didn't taste oxidized. Anything like that. That's good. I was just like, damn it. Why can't this be in like a four ounce bottle, like one of those high life ponies? <laughs> People should start making dark beer in high life ponies. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the yeah, little yeah. like six ounce jar yeah. uh, bottles. Like the little like uh, like uh, kombucha kind of. Size it's like thing, a right? beer back. Like you get a you get a shot of whiskey and you're like, can I get one of them high lifes? And they give you the little ponies. Yeah, yeah. They should do that with barrel aged beer. I'd buy a ton of it. There was only six ounces? I mean... I got a 2017 Fremont Dark Star in my fridge. It's 22 ounces. I'll take it. Well, I know you'll take it, but, like, <laughs> I want to drink it, but, like, what am I What am I just going to dome a three-year-old bourbon barrel stout? Yeah. You got days off, man. I said that to my buddy Dan. He was like, dude, just session it all night. I was like, all right. Right? Well, it's sure. going to taste good warm. Sure. So just, you know, crack it. Watch the Mandalorian, and while and I'm slamming IPAs in the middle of it, no, don't break it up. You're going to ruin your your palate for that, man. Just enjoy it. All right, it's going to be like ten percent anyway, so you well, feel I d- it. I did buy some High Life at the store the other day, so <laughs> there you go. Yeah, so you can pick yourself. I can, up with I can some drink. Life. I can drink High Lives. Um, my weekend beer. I'll be real short and quick. Um, I got laid off from my newest job. Yeah, which is it is, it what, is it what it is. is. I would like to thank uh, the uh, short time that I was at at Grains. You know, I mean, assuming all things get handled in four weeks and they open back up, I'll be back there. Yep. Um, so thanks to that to that time there. Um, but uh, I want to use my weekend beer as kind of a shout out to people that have interacted with us. Oh, okay. Um, I ran into the messenger the other day. Okay. Because I owed him a bottle of my Bach from Chuckanut mm, that I right. picked up for him when right. I was up there. I ran into our friends Victor and Sarah. They came and visited me on one of my last days. Uh, Sarah confirmed that, yes, everyone in Montana believes Cold Smoke is the greatest beer ever. And uh, who, <clears throat> who are we to say that they're wrong at this point? Yeah. Uh, and then um, I've been kind of back and forth chatting a little bit. Um, one of our P1s, I don't know if I've actually ever, if we've ever mentioned him on the air, but John C. Moody, he uh, is constantly letting me know, letting us know the beers he's drinking and stuff like that. And there's some cool winter beers. So we chatted about that. And uh, also our buddy Taylor just reaching out and telling me, <clears throat> hey, man, keep trying things. I'm sorry you hate those beers, but keep going. <laughs> <laughs> so I just wanted to use that as a little Thank like, you for being on my side, Taylor. Yeah, I, I, ju- I just wanted to use that, use My Week in Beer as an opportunity to just say thank you to all you guys out there who, who like, support us. DM us, and even if you're from afar, if you don't, 
like things, that's fine. But you can, it's really easy to click it on the Instagram. Uh, hey, just listen. <clears throat> yeah, we, that's the most we appreciate thing. you guys. I promise if I don't say your name on here, it it, it is nothing more. It than, means that he hates you. It's nothing more than I'm an idiot and should write things down. Um, yeah, we also, well, I'll save that for Beer of the Week. Our Beer of the Week is also from a listener yes. uh, today. So I don't know his name. but You uh, guys are the best. An un- unnamed listener who works for a blank brewery, we will talk about you in the Beer of the Week they segment. are the best. All right, uh, let's get into shutdown number two. Derek, Derek Jeter, Jeter, number two. So starting today, or today the last open day? We're recording this on Wednesday, by the way. Starting today. Yesterday was the last open day. And I'm day. dropping this today because I'm off tomorrow. So oh, nice. uh, it's a one day early episode. Oh, sneak. Um, starting today is shutdown number two. Yep. Most counties in the state, two weeks. Multnomah and a few others, four weeks. Yes. Correct? Correct. Um, it means in... You know, in-house dining is shut down again. Takeout only for restaurants. Delivery only for restaurants. Um, gyms are closed again. Most things that were closed the first time are closed again. There's a lot more capacity limits on kind of big stores, which I'm... Malls and shopping, especially <clears throat> yeah. because we got Black Friday coming up and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, which I'm glad to see because, you know, I ran into friend of the podcast, Brian Cook, the other day. And, you know... He and he he is such a great dude and such a great representative of the beer beer world, and he has got together with some people and they just want like want some answers. You know why do small businesses have to follow this, but some of the big corporations don't? So I am glad to kind of see to an extent. I'd like to see a little more, um, but yeah, like the targets can't be at mass capacity. Right. I am. He can't have his he can't have his sweet beer bar on Lombard open. But I can shove two hundred people into a target. That right. doesn't make sense. I'm 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 having a hard time with this one. The first time it's like, okay, nobody's doing anything correctly. Nobody's right. following any rules. First one made sense, and I think we all like everybody felt that shutdown. It also woke everybody up to like, oh S, this is real. Right. Not everybody thinks this is real, but most people now think this is real. They get it, right? We've been mm-hmm. living it for months. We understand what's going on. I Obviously, I understand that the cases are spiking really bad, especially here in Oregon, mm-hmm. for how low we had been most of the pandemic to be over a thousand cases multiple times is startling. Yes. Um, especially because for most of the pandemic, we were in the hundreds. Mm-hmm. So things are not going well in terms of spreading the virus. And I understand that things need to be done, especially around Thanksgiving. Again, it's like another wake up call like, hey, we're not done with this. Right. Right. The vaccine's not out yet. You know, nothing has changed. Literally nothing has changed. The pandemic is still the pandemic. Right. Cases are the worst they've ever been here. And it's not just the U.S. It's all over the world. Correct. Most of the countries that have done well and hadn't had shutdowns work are going back up again. Well, the rest of the world is in phase two. Our phase one has just bled into phase two. Because, you know, we're special. Because we're America. (laughs) We're America. But like France, for example, had basically stopped it. Mm -hmm. And it's back raging and bigger than ever. Yeah. And they had done a really good job for for a while. So it's not just us. So I understand that aspect of it. But on the flip side, I have not seen any reports of outbreaks tied to restaurants. Um, I would say every place that I have been, except for maybe one, I thought was doing a really good job in terms of distancing and masks. And even in place, I, I had done indoor seating once or twice. And even in places like that, I felt fine. Right. There was enough space between me and other people. They had set up plastic barriers. They had set up 
uh, like giant curtains that were hanging mm-hmm. and blocking sections of the restaurant off from the other people. I felt fine, mm-hmm. even in my indoor dining experiences. And there hasn't been outbreaks started from that. The outbreaks that we have heard about, now that, that's not to say there there hasn't been outbreaks that have happened from that. Sure. Um, just from what's been reported and what's been contact traced. The outbreaks we have heard about have been from gatherings, mm-hmm. family gatherings. Mm-hmm. Hell, weddings. We, yes, weddings. There was a wedding in Ritzville. If you don't know where Ritzville, Washington is, shout out. I don't know where it is. You don't need to. Okay. There's a Zips. It's a burger joint. It's okay. all you need to know. Cool. It's on I-90 and 395. That's um, it. It's on the way to Spokane. That's where a lot of the outbreaks have been from. And I just don't think it's fair to the small businesses to shut them down again when it's not them that's causing it to happen. I, under, I understand that you want to make a statement and you want people to wake up again. Yeah. But I feel like there's a better way to do it than just a, a blank shut shutdown where at this point, a lot of businesses survived the first one barely. Mm-hmm. At this point, this is going to do a lot of damage, I think. Yeah. Especially in Multnomah <clears throat> and the four-week counties. I, I was talking with uh, with Brendan, who's an owner at, at Grains of Wrath, and he's a real smart dude. And he, you know, there's reports that like 40%, he was telling me 40% of restaurants in the greater Portland area will most likely close this time around. And I was like, well, anybody that was going to close, wouldn't they have already closed anyway? Sort of thing. And he just kind of reminded me something that I completely forgot. PPP. Bunch of places uh applied for 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 ppp funding got it used it mm-hmm. that kept them afloat maybe drained a lot of their cash assets and now this one will be what sinks them with no relief in sight well that's not necessarily true uh kate brown yesterday did announce that 55 million dollars from the state's funds will go to saving small businesses okay uh the you would have to apply with your county so i don't know exactly how that's going to work it's not going to just be like hey here's here's a stimulus check to all businesses. Right. You have to go to your county and explain the situation. So, I mean, obviously in a place like Multnomah, that's going to be a lot harder because a lot of businesses are going to be going for it. Although I would hope that, that maybe they gave Multnomah more of that money because, you know, Southeast Oregon doesn't need as much money to save businesses. There's like two towns in Southeast exactly. Oregon. Exactly. Beautiful point. country. <laughs> exactly my Beautiful point. country. But there's nobody there. No, nobody's there. Um, so it's, and if there are, don't talk to them. It's... <laughs> It's like Idaho. Beautiful. <laughs> just don't talk to anybody. Yeah, just don't talk to the people. Um, so, I mean, hopefully that that <clears throat> will help. Any any business that is on that borderline of like, well, we're going to lose it. Mm-hmm. Hopefully they can go to the county and be like, hey, I need help and and be able to go from there. Um, well, and another, I think I think a big strange thing about this, and I haven't kept tabs on like restaurants, you know, I'm not really in that game anymore. So I haven't really kept tabs on that. But as far as breweries go, you know, I I, I comb the, the social medias, the Instagrams and the Facebooks, and I'm, you know, friends with a lot of people. <clears throat> Excuse me. As far as COVID preventing them, like them having an outbreak, I remember in the beginning, Grains and Camus had a scare. Had a scare. They had to close for a couple of days. Ex Novo had a positive. They had to close for a couple of days. Migration had to close for a couple of days, I believe. And... Uh, Outside of that, that's kind of it. Like in since since breweries have been reopened in mid July, I unless I'm forgetting, I can't think of a brewery that's had to shut down because they had a, a positive case. And and there might be. I'm I'm probably forgetting something. But what I'm saying is, is that the it. number is so low that I can't remember. Right. So that tells me. 
that maybe this isn't the way to go. And it's funny because like the way I lean, and I don't like to use the word politically, the way I lean like humanitarian, this you know makes sense, you know, because I want to keep people safe and stuff like that. That's why I'm. But I'm it just torn. doesn't. It just doesn't seem as consistent across the board. Like I got dental work done today. Mm-hmm. Should that be open? Hair salons are staying open. You know what I mean? Like yeah. hair salons. And again, hair salons another one. Remember that story out of Missouri, like that two hairdressers mm-hmm. were positive. Had clients for two straight days, not one client tested positive. Right. So it's like hair salons are deemed safe, but a <clears> restaurant <throat> isn't. And it's like, and that's what I don't get. And I'm not dogging hair salons or 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 you no, know, it's just dentist offices. It's just inconsistent. I just don't get it. You dropped everybody to you can't have, you know, you can't have more than fifty people, including your staff. I went to the new Berlick spot. Place is huge. Mm-hmm. Every table's like fifteen feet spread apart. And I'm sitting there thinking, I had had a few, so I'd forgotten a little rationale. I'm sitting there thinking, like, Ben, Rick, what are you guys doing? You got all this space. Why is everything 15 feet apart? Oh, right. Because you can only have 50 people in here. Mm-hmm. And so that made that space work really well. By the way, drink. <clears throat> that made that space work really, really well. So I don't, yeah, I just, this this time around, I don't get it. I mean, I Plus, get... I don't work for a company that I need to tow a line for. Right. That I need to stick... Not that I, like, lied or anything like that with my previous employer, but, like, I'm still working trying to keep a business afloat. Now I'm an innocent bystander, just kind of stepping back and looking at it, and now I can... I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little torn on this. I'm, t- I'm very torn on it, but there's a better way to do it, I feel like. I don't know what it is. I'm not the, I'm not the one who should be making that decision. Uh, and and just, just to throw this out there, I've seen... Some businesses have come out and said they're refusing to close because if they do, they're going to shut down. Be very careful because although you you want to make a statement and you want to say, I disagree with this, you have your right to do that. The fines for that are massive. I think I saw 152,000 and change. Is the there's a maximum fine? Is the max fine on that cumulative something like that? 150k, 135, something up there. That'll sink you. So I mean, if closing for two weeks is going to sink you, so will that fine. Mm-hmm. So I understand you want to make a statement and you want to fight this. You know, you do you. It's your business, but just be careful. That's all I'm saying. And another interesting one is the Washington side, because Inslee came out and they can only do outdoor seating in the winter, which I. Yeah, don't get me started on that. That's pretty ridiculous. That's one of those classic, like, hey, we gave you an option on how to do this. You can't be mad at me. Anyway, and I actually am, am a fan of, of, of Jay Inslee. I, uh, I've been aware of Inslee for a long, long time. He's actually a really solid human being. Um, but he was talking about how this is going to stand pat in Washington until, quote, the cavalry arrives. Right after he got finished talking about a vaccine. Mm. So Washington and, you know, for all we've seen, Oregon and Washington have been kind of side by side on this. You know, Washington shut their state down first. Kate did it in two days in Oregon. This time, Governor Brown shuts down Oregon. Two days later, Washington shuts down as well. So Washington and Oregon have been kind of side by side in this, which I think is great. I believe more states should be in unity with each other. They keep announcing that they're going to be in unity, but then they don't do anything together. Yeah, especially when you have, like, in for this state, like, so many people cross the river. So many people cross the river. So it makes sense. Kind of like building a bridge together. And so that could be scary because all 
you know, all vaccine things that I've read, and I'm no scientist or anything like that, maybe Frontline can get it by Christmas. Maybe. Maybe. But that doesn't come to you and me in this stupid little podcast till February, March. Yeah. And then there's, I think, a very realistic fear slash a logical approach of do you take it right away? Because right. obviously I think do you want to, of course you want to, but you know, this vaccine, maybe it's not rushed quote unquote because they're doing it, doing everything they can. Right. And it's but, like quality companies. Right. But when, but when you first, when the pandemic first started and they said vaccines generally take up to two full years to get yeah, fully tested 18 months and it's uh, been seven or eight months. Yeah. You're like, have you, what's going to happen to me? In yeah. 10 years if I take this. But on the other hand, it's like, I'd like to stop having to worry about this. <laughs> yeah, I'm in no way, shape, or form like so an So I don't, I don't know what, I, I haven't decided fully yet how I'm going to feel about it. Because I'm very pro-vaccine, so sure. if that makes you hate me, I'm sorry, but I am. Yeah, I'm sorry, ditto. I mean, they wouldn't let me go to school when I was a kid if I didn't have vaccines, right. so I have vaccines. I mean, so I, I don't care. I'm not worried about that aspect of it. I'm just like... Is this too fast? (laughs) But then again, I'm also like, please let me sit at a bar again. And I'm also sitting here going like, the chances of me already having this are through the roof. Right. There is a better chance that I have had COVID-19 than I have not. Mm -hmm. Just due to exposure. When I was at Breakside, there was something that ripped through that company. Started in the brewery, then it ripped through Slabtown, and then it ripped through Decom. And people were sick for weeks and I remember my boss when I was at Slabtown, she was like, she was really struggling for two weeks, but it was around like the new year and the holiday. And she's just being the badass that she is and just powering through it. There's a good chance that that was all COVID and we all had it. It could have been. And we just got through it. Not that I'm like Superman now, but. I, I, you know, well, yeah, I, I mean, know. we don't even know how long the immunity lasts for. Exactly. There's a lot of mixed reports on that. Yeah, I mean, both of us have been going to work every day. None of us, mm. neither of us have worked from home. No. So, I mean, the risks for both of us have certainly been higher. I don't know. That's that's way more like not beer than we should be talking about. But that is an important thing is yeah. if if Washington's saying this is it until we get the vaccine, then that could be till April. Well, yeah, you and know? you might not be able to go places unless you can prove you've had a vaccine. Right. You know, I know Ticketmaster or, or Live Nation is talking about this. I wouldn't be shocked if a lot of restaurants start doing this, too. Especially because there is a large part of the population that doesn't want to take it. And I finally saw that. I started seeing this a lot right before the second shutdown going into places where people started to ask you, when a server comes by, please put your mask back on. Mm-hmm. I saw that too. Yeah, and yeah. I thought that was great. I thought that was working out really well. Again, the inconsistencies, I'm not quite sure why beer, restaurant, social is being targeted as 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 drastically as they are. Yeah, I don't know. But it doesn't sound like it's going to change. No, it doesn't. So... Stay strong out there. If you guys are, are restaurant workers who lost your jobs, apologize. Support local. I mean, they all did this before. Yep. Hopefully they got a plan on how to do it now. If, it might not be pretty, but it might work. If you lost your job, uh, our apologies. Hopefully it only lasts two weeks and you'll get it back, or a month and you'll get it back. Um, and yeah, if you can afford it, keep going local. Keep doing takeout and delivery. Um, Remember, Amazon and Safeway and Fred Myers have made their money. You buy your groceries from them. Mm-hmm. Buy your beer from someone else. And on that, let's get to Beer of the Week. Beers on us, Mike Lynch, Patrick Harris. Beer of the Week time! 
Beers on Us with Mike Lynch and Patrick Harris. And this is a beer from a listener of probably the podcast, but also of just the radio shows in general. I did not get his name. He texted me on the text line, said he was a P1 and that he wanted to bring me some beer. He said, hey, I made a, we made a pecan pie porter and I wanted to bring you some. And I was like, okay, cool. Why not? Have you not had that before? Well, I have, okay. but he didn't say he worked for Backwoods. Gotcha. This is Backwoods, by the way, we're talking about. Um, and he was going to ship it to me. And then he just showed up at the door because he's like, I'm not going to drive an hour to UPS if I can just drive 30 <laughs> minutes to Portland. And I was like, drive an hour? I was like, what? And he goes, oh, yeah, I work at Carson. I was like, oh, thank you yeah. for coming all the way out here. I What's appreciate up? that. Um, so he brought me a six-pack of pecan pie porter, which I've had before, uh, but I was very happy to have. I had one of them last night. It was good. And he goes, hey, did you have our uh, new stout yet? And I went, no, I saw it on Instagram and I want it. He goes, oh, I have one in the truck. Be right back. So our beer of the week today is Backwoods Brewing King Size Candy Bar Stout, brewed with cacao nibs, peanuts, and vanilla. And I'm very excited to try this. Well, yeah. We're going to have dessert on a Wednesday. Like a, like At a 1.40 in the afternoon. Candy bars. <laughs> and, you know, this is right up my alley in terms of style of beer. Yeah. And Patrick said he was very happy about what the side of the can said. So I haven't read it yet, so I'm going to be surprised while he reads this to you. Well, I was talking with somebody the other day, and maybe it was Victor, I don't remember, but I was saying, Victor and Sarah, I, I, don't, I don't remember if it was them or not, but that if I do drink dark beer, for some reason I do like a little sweet. Mm -hmm. And this sounds like, with the peanuts and the vanilla... Sounds like something I might really get into. Mm -hmm. But I really like this on the side. Like lots, we always read these whenever we have beers. They're a little like quote unquote funny descriptors. And most of the time I'm like, boring. Right. This doesn't tell me anything. This one also doesn't really tell me anything, but I just think it's like well written. You appreciate it. Chocolate, caramel, nougat, and peanuts. We know what that is without legally having to say it, right? <laughs> Grab yourself one of these king size oatmeal stouts and experience all of these flavors perfectly balanced in a beer. Question. If you share it with a friend, is it technically fun size? Ooh. And I was like, I'm going to share this with a friend. <laughs> I like that. That is very good. I also like that we can't legally say it. Um, <laughs> Wait, we... what, what, what is the candy bar they're talking about? Snickers. Snickers? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The new um, so I think if I remember correctly, on their Instagram post for this, Ooh. they actually just brewed it with the candy bars in it. Heck yeah. Like they didn't just put the flavors and try to mimic it. Got um, bars. We've seen some breweries do uh, stouts based on flavors of candy bars, but it's more artificial than real. I think based on their description, Backwoods just brewed it with candy bars. Yeah. They just loaded it up with Snickers bars and they brewed it with it. Tastes like a Snickers bar. <laughs> yes, it does. It still tastes a little, it still tastes beery though. So it's like, I think this technically would be a pastry stout. Look at the color of it. I've never seen a beer this color. And it it's looks like, like chocolate. It looks like chocolate. Chocolate! Yeah. I mean, it looks, that's what it looks like. It kind of does. It just looks like melted chocolate. Yeah, it's like layered. So you get it up to the light, and it's this like deep caramel, and then it goes black. It's thick. Yeah. It doesn't, yes. It doesn't look like a drink. It mm. looks like chocolate. Right. Which is very interesting. Um, it's very good. I like that it's not, it's not cloyingly sweet. Agreed. It, it doesn't make your like lips and tongue curl up into a ball when you take a sip. It just tastes good. Agreed. And it still tastes like beer. That's one of the biggest problems with me. Like I just saw a bunch more of that like Drecker stuff just came into town, and I'm just like reading these descriptions, and I'm like, that doesn't that doesn't taste like beer. I know it doesn't. 
Mm-hmm. This still tastes like beer. It does. And that's what I think is like, I think that's what's such a great challenge that a lot of these brewers should embrace is that, you know, these pastry stouts are popular. They sell, they move, there's a market for them. Yep. No doubt. People want dessert. People want this. There's no doubt that this is something that's going to be around, at least from a sales aspect. But I still want to taste beer. And I think too often a lot of these beers don't come across as tasting like beer. Yeah. That's true. I think for me it's more the artificial flavor that ruins it versus like yeah. the sweetness of it. I mean, technically this is artificial flavoring if they put Snickers bars in it. Well, sure. But it's not... The difference to me is they're literally using the candy bar instead of saying, hey... These flavors are oh, yeah. going to make it taste like the candy bar. Right, right. They and actually just, just use the candy bar. And it's bar. just high fructose corn syrup and exactly. flavorings and, and additives. And, and when you taste those beers, you know it. Um, we all, well, maybe, we know. Not, not, maybe not all of us, but we all know it when we taste those mm-hmm. beers. Um, this one does not have that artificial flavor to me. It just tastes like a candy bar. And, I, and, and that's a thousand percent what they're going for, and that's great. And this is right up my alley. It's also not heavy. When I think of something like this, I'm like, wow, it's this not is going to be rich. It's not. Especially it's actually at 7.2%. shockingly drinkable for how candyified it is. It's dry on the end. Oatmeal stout, they said, right? Yep. I think it finishes decently dry for how much sugar is in this beer. Um, And each sip is a little different, too. It tastes warm. Like warming? Yeah. Uh, maybe that could I be that. that could be the fact that half my mouth can't feel anything. Possible, but um, I just yeah, I get this like warming sensation when it first touches the lips. I also think so because it's layered and because it looks so unique. I wonder if the flavors kind of react to what part of the beer you're sipping on. Because like I had a sip two sips ago that was so chocolate. And then I had a sip that was very vanilla, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like altering between the mm. sips. And I wonder if that's because of the way the beer is layered when you pour it into the glass, it kind of changes each sip to be, it's not as uniform. Potentially. I don't know if that's a bad or a good thing. I just think it's interesting. I'm into this. I like this beer. Look at that, Patrick. <clears throat> I like the can art, too. I think the can art looks really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and And it's nice to see something new from Backwoods, because I feel like I haven't really seen anything other than like their normal stuff. Like Pecan Pie Porter. I mean, I'm aware of that guy. Um, cool to see this. Yeah. I'm really happy about it. I'm Thank you to unnamed Backwoods employee who didn't share his name with me. <laughs> and Come I should on. have asked, but that was my fault. I had that happen to me the other day. I was, uh, me and the lady were somewhere and somebody came up to talk to us and I, for the life of me, cannot remember his name. And we know the drill whenever you do that. And I'm like, this is my friend, Mike. And I don't say, Mike, this is John. Or, John, this is my buddy Mike. Mm-hmm. When I'm like, this is my friend Mike, that means, hey, what's your name? Yep. <laughs> so that I can be like, thank you. We know that drill. Well, it's also the, like, if you're with that person, you'd be like, hey, man, I kind of forgot their name. Could, so could you just do the introduce right, right, thing right. for me? Yeah. You set it up. You yeah. Know. And uh, we failed. We missed it. Yeah. So now I don't remember his name. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm really bad at names, too, so if I forget your name, I very much apologize. It takes, like, three or four times for me to remember it. Mm -hmm. So, um, anyway, appreciate it uh, to Backwoods generally and to the guy who came out 30 minutes to uh, to come drop it off at the station for me. Very much appreciate it. And I gave you some love on the podcast. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. If you can go find this, uh, do it. I saw that uh, Carson is open for takeout and delivery and all that kind of stuff, so... 
Uh, and they have outdoor seating because, well, it's Washington. So they've got an outdoor tent set up that I saw on Instagram. So uh, if you are out that way or want to go drive out that way, go try this beer and go support them. And they do pizza there as well. Um, all right. That's our beer of the week. That's it for the episode today. Next week, we'll figure it out. We haven't really planned it yet. Uh, next week, we'll probably drop it early, too, because I'm off for Thanksgiving. I took oh, yeah. the days off. Thanksgiving is next week. Yeah. So we make, this is being dropped today early. Maybe we'll drop next week's on like Tuesday. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> do something like that. So we'll figure it out. But uh, I know I said a couple of weeks ago I wanted to do a tasting room of beers that I picked. So maybe that'll be coming up soon. Um, we want to do a winter beer tasting room as well. Sure. And uh, obviously we said we were going to have all these plans to go see breweries, which is now obviously not going to happen because, well, wah, wah. shut down number two, Derek Jeter number two. Anyway. Subscribe, rate, review wherever you find us. It helps. Download uh, Instagram.com slash beers on us. DM us there. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Go Torsies! T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.